You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Good morning, good morning. We're kicking off a new series today, and I'm really excited to be with you. Here we go. All right. Well, Father, thank you for this new series. And I thank you, Father, that your scripture teaches us that we have the mind of Christ, that we have access to your thoughts, Father. We have access to your emotions, to your vision. We have access to the way that you see things, to your perceptions, Lord. And we want to agree with you. We want to co-create with you, Lord. We want to get into that position, Father, where you are using us to release heaven on earth. And we thank you that we're equipped to do that, Father, because Jesus lives inside of us. We thank you that we are one with you, Father, that we've been recreated in Christ for good works, works that you ordained for us to do before the foundation of the world. We have a purpose. We have a destiny, Father. And we were we were designed by you to live supernaturally, to dominate the seen realm. And so today, Father, as we hop into this topic, Father, we just ask you to enlighten the eyes of our understanding so that we can know the hope of our calling. We ask you, Father, to grant unto us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, Father, so that we can intimately know your thoughts, intimately Ultimately, sense your presence and and know your heart, Father. For we want to be used by you, Father, creatively in the earth. And we thank you that that is your will. Your will is that we live on earth as it is in heaven. And so, take us where we need to go today, Father. Just just totally. Uh, blow our minds with revelation and we just surrender. We surrender to your agenda for this series. We surrender to your agenda for today's topic. And we thank you, Father, that you're doing exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, all we can think according to the power that works in us. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, awesome, you guys. I really believe that this uh, series is going to be a huge encouragement to you. Uh, I really felt the Father's heart on this podcast and on this topic because he wants us to live victoriously. He wants us to dominate circumstances and not to live under the world system. In fact, we've been designed by God to live independent of the world system. And today I want to talk about really just the importance of keeping our mind focused on the truth and operating with a mind that is filled with light, that is filled with revelation. And I want to talk about the importance of being led by the Spirit. You know, those that are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. And we are not designed by God to be victims. In fact, he says that he always causes us to triumph, that his will is that we are victorious in every situation and in every circumstance. Uh, It is his will that we have minds that are stayed on him and that we live in perfect peace, that we meditate on the truth day and night, and that we make our way prosperous, that we live from a place of constant increase, from the abundance of his kingdom, which is where we live. And so today I want to kick off things by reminding you guys that we have all been recreated in Christ for a purpose that um, we are here to do supernatural works. We are here to do good works. And I want to take us to a a scripture that I read a lot. It's in in the Amplified Version. It's actually in the Amplified Classic Version. 
Uh, and I want to go to Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified Classic Version. And I'm going to read this to you because it amplifies a few things that we're going to be chatting about today. And this is a scripture that I go to. I feel like I go to it a lot, um, but it is a good one. And so it's always good to go back to it and remind ourselves of what it says here. But in verse 10, it says this. It says, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship. So let me just stop right there and let me go and read this in the Passion Translation because I love the way it also brings it up. So let me pull it up in both of these translations, okay? In the Passion Translation, it says, we have become his poetry, okay? In the Amplified Classic, it says that we are his masterpiece, his work of art, right? I'm gonna read it in one more place. I'm gonna go over to the Mirror Translation just so that you get an idea of how God views us, that we are one-of-a-kind works of art, one-of-a-kind masterpieces. He even describes us as poetry, right, in the, in the Passion Translation. But let me read this. It says this. Um, in the, in the, I'm sorry, in the Mirror Translation, it says, We are engineered by His design. He molded and manufactured us in Christ. We are his workmanship, his poetry, okay? We have been designed by God to be a work of art, to be this beautiful masterpiece that is a reflection of Jesus. It's a reflection of the glory of God. You are a walking manifestation of the glory and the majesty and the creativeness of the Father, right? And it says this, that we are... His, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined and planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. And this is such a powerful scripture. And I wanted to kick off this series with this scripture because it is really a, a place for us to focus and a place for us to grasp and, and really wrap our minds around the truth that we are, number one, perfect. We are a one-of-a-kind, perfect masterpiece of God that has been recreated in Jesus for a purpose, to do good works. We have a destiny. We have something on this planet that we were manufactured and engineered in Christ specifically to do. And our focus each and every day when we wake up should absolutely be to get on this agenda with God, to get on his plan and his path to fulfilling those good works, to doing the good works that God has planned for us to do. I don't know about you, but this, this comforts me to know that God has planned my life out, that there are supernatural things, good works that he has created me to do. I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Whenever you see the word work in scripture, like God works, like he works for six days and on the seventh day he rested in, in Genesis. You know, uh, Jesus said, the father is working and I work. When he talks about work, what he's talking about is he's talking about miracles. He's talking about the supernatural. And you guys, we were engineered and designed in Jesus to be a supernatural miracle worker, 
we are recreated in Christ to do the same works that Jesus did and the same exact kind of miracles that Jesus did. And it even says greater things that we are going to do. And we're going to do those through our union with God. But when I talk about minding our mind, what I'm, what I'm really talking about is I'm talking about getting on, getting our minds to get in agreement that we are here, number one, for a purpose. We have a path, a predetermined destiny that God wants us to live, and we are going to fulfill that destiny supernatural. So renewing our minds and waking up each morning to living supernaturally, that we are not trapped in time. We are not trapped in the seen realm. We are not dominated by the circumstances of our lives. No, we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. We live and move and have our being in God. We are designed to live first out of the spirit and out of our heart and out of out of the place where we are seated in heavenly places in Christ right now. And so having a mindset, a supernatural mindset is really what I want to call it, is so, so very important because it's just easy, it feels like by default, to wake up every day in the in a false identity that we are just mere human beings rather than we are recreated masterpieces who are living in union with Jesus. And, and when we are living out of a sense-dominated identity or we are living out of a sense-dominated mindset, I can tell you right now, we are going to live under circumstances. We are going to live dependent upon the world system because we're going to only rely on the things that our physical senses can reveal to us. And I say this all the time, you guys. I talk about the fact that we don't just have physical senses, but we also have spiritual senses. And we don't just have a natural mind, but we have a spiritual mind. And a spiritual mind is set on things above. It's set on heaven's realities. It's set on the truth of the gospel that says we have an inheritance, that we are not working and toiling for our provision. We aren't working and toiling for our inheritance in Jesus. It is something that we receive by faith. It's something that we we walk by faith. We 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 see the unseen. We see the impossible as possible. We see the future through a communion with the Holy Spirit as an already established fact. There is a different way of thinking in in the kingdom there's a different way of living in the kingdom and it has to do with everything to do with the way that our thoughts and the way that our words um what is what are our thoughts and our words rooted in are they rooted in sense realm knowledge or are they rooted in spiritual truth are they rooted in uh the unseen realities that 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 tell us that all that heaven contains has already been lavished upon us. And here's the thing, when I talk about, you know, getting our minds uh, in tune with the Holy Spirit and getting our minds right every single day, well, first and foremost, we need to wake up and recognize that we are we are designed to live supernaturally, that we were never designed to walk through this life as mere human beings, as carnal human beings, as those that just operate in a fleshly mindset. To be carnally minded is what it talks about in Romans uh, chapter 8, and it says that to be sense-ruled and to be have the mindset of the flesh 
is death. But the mindset of the spirit is life and peace. And so each and every day, you know, we have about 60,000 thoughts, you guys. And the majority of these thoughts are just regurgitated thoughts from the programming that we have grown up with, right? It's just the mindsets. We have mindsets about money. We have mindsets about relationships. We have mindsets about hearing God, about the supernatural. We have mindsets about everything, you guys. And the, the secret here is that we've got to put off the old mindsets and we've got to put on Christ. We've got to put on the mind of Christ each and every single day. This is something that uh, we can't take a break from, right? Because the, 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 the tendency is to just operate out of the old mindsets unless we are actively uh, observing our thoughts and actively aware of what we're thinking and putting forth an effort to fill our thoughts and fill our minds with the truth, right? And so this is... Um, absolutely imperative if we are going to not only live supernaturally, but we're going to walk down uh, the paths that God prepared for us ahead of time. And if we are going to live the good life that he prearranged and made ready for us to live. I want us to just camp on that, that phrase for a second from Ephesians uh, uh, Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified Versions. Here's what it says, it says again. It says, he says that we were recreated in Christ, that we may do these good works which God predestined, which he planned before ahead, beforehand for us, that we would take paths which he prepared ahead of time and we would walk in them living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. I don't know about you, but waking up every day just with the thought that God has a path prepared for me, for me to walk down, that leads to the good life that he prearranged and made ready for me to live, is a really important thought to have each day. Why? Because I want to stay on that path and I want to experience and I want to fulfill the destiny that he has for me and I want to live the good life. I want to live an abundant life. I want to live a life that is characterized by experiencing heaven now, not waiting till after I die, but experiencing the miraculous every single day. And guys, we are engineered and manufactured for this by God. But my question is, are we actively, are we actively observing our thoughts? Are we actively observing our words? Are we bridling our thoughts? Are we controlling our minds or are our minds controlling us? Because it's going to be one or the other. Either we are going to be dominating our minds or our minds are going to be dominating us. And I will tell you how we dominate is going to depend on that very fact. And so it, this is not something that we can take a vacation from, guys. This is something that we really have to cultivate on a daily basis. We must fill our minds with the truth. We must shift our perspectives from the way things appear in the natural realm to the way things the, where, re, where real reality is existing in the spirit realm. Because the truth is abundance is here and now. The, the truth is, is that in the spirit realm, everything you need already exists. We are not 
people trapped in time and trapped in this material realm. In fact, I said it earlier and I'll say it again, time even is an illusion. You know, when you step out of the limitations of the physical realm and you step into the spirit and you begin to walk in the spirit, one of the very first things that that has to shift and you have to recognize is that everything that was is everything that will be is because the eternal realm is a is a now realm, right? It is it is where the end and the beginning both exist, right? I, I was watching a video just recently about from a quantum physicist that was talking about uh, the relativity of time from a quantum physics standpoint. And there are many theories out there. I mean, Einstein, Einstein talked about uh, time. It's called the theory of relativity, right? That time is relative, that you experience it different depending on how fast you're traveling in the universe. That's just a very simplistic way to state it. But the meaning that time as we, as we experience it in the seen realm is not the way uh, it, it, it's not an absolute past, present, future, the way that we experience it, you know, in that material realm. No, that time is really just an illusion that when we step into the spirit, the truth is it's all finished. And the path that God pre prepared for us ahead of time, yes, we walk it out in time, but from God's perspective, this thing, your life has already been prearranged. It's already, this good life has already been set up for you and completed in the spirit realm. From God's perspective, your destiny has been fulfilled. From God's perspective, the prophecies that have been spoken over you, maybe that you've gotten over the course of your life, have already come to pass. It was the same with Jesus, and it's the same with you. The lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. From God's perspective, we were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. We were chosen before we were born. You know, God doesn't experience time. He doesn't experience um, reality you know, quote unquote, the way that we do, you know, a year with the Lord is like a, a day with the Lord is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. Why? Because it's all there in the spirit. So your breakthrough, whatever it looks like, whatever it is that you need, whether that's finances, whether that's healing, whether that's reconciliation in your relationships, whether that's a job, right? Whether whatever it is that we need in, you know, our earthly experience, first of all, it's already been provided by the Lord. And from God's perspective, you already have, you already have it. You've already got it. Right. And so, so much of our life we spend in an I don't have it mindset rather than the as if we have it mindset. And so if we are going to mind our mind, we have to really become aware of this. I don't have it mindset and I do have it mindset. We have to shift our thinking so that we are not uh, relating to the future as something that hasn't actually happened yet. No, we can relate to the future and we can relate to whatever circumstance, whatever need we have, as though we already have it. This is the way of faith, guys. This is the mindset of faith. Faith says that we have something that we can't see with our physical senses. It says that we make decisions based upon things that are unseen and we stand fast in you know, whatever circumstances that we may be uh, finding ourselves in as though we already have the victory. 
Faith is a completely different mindset. The mindset of the flesh says it's it's a mindset that is completely sense governed. It's governed by the idea of lack. It's governed by the idea of scarcity, right? It's governed by, you know, competition and jealousy and comparison rather than the mindset of the spirit, which is a mindset of wholeness. It's a mindset of abundance. It's a mindset of having something in the spirit and knowing that as we have something in the spirit, that it absolutely we will have it in the natural realm. And so I really felt led today to help you guys from the, from the perspective of making sure that you know what it is that belongs to you in Christ, right? And that you are living from the place that says, I've already got it, right? My destiny has been fulfilled. I'm on the path that God has predestined me to walk down. I'm living the good life that is he's prearranged and made ready for me to live. And you're saying these things and you're thinking these things, even when the scene realm doesn't agree with that reality. Because when we do that, when we get in agreement with the truth and we speak the truth and we think the truth, well, guess what? The truth becomes our natural experience. And this is, I think, one of the most important lessons that I've ever been taught. It's really learning how to live by faith and how to get control of our minds and of our physical senses and to look beyond that so that we can get above this natural realm. We can live from a higher reality. You know, God said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways in Isaiah 51. And then he says, you know what? My words do not return void, but they they do exactly what I send them to do. And we saw this all throughout the life of Jesus, right? He would speak things, uh, you know, and change reality based upon his words. He would, he would curse a fig tree. He would speak to a storm. He would rebuke devils. He would rebuke uh, sickness. And the the reality that he was living fun from would dominate the material realm and heaven would manifest. That's why he said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And so the way that we dominate with the mindset of the spirit and the mindset as though we already have it is we're speaking things into existence. We are thinking things into existence. You know, I say this a lot in my podcast. I say that we live in a conscious creation. We live in a universe that is aware of us. How do I know? I mean, in Romans 8, it says that all of creation is moaning and groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. We look at the miracles in the Bible, whether it's Elijah saying it's not going to rain for three years or it's, you know, or it's Jesus, like I said, speaking to a storm or to the, the fig tree. And we see this supernatural release of a dominating force, the dominating force of, of faith and, and the power of God to actually shape shift the seen realm. And, you know, I've shared testimonies here even recently, and you know, even this year on some of these broadcasts about how I spoke to a, a peace stain on our rug and how it completely dissolved, right? But too often, guys, we're living out of the sense realm. We're living out of the mindset of the flesh, and we're just speaking what we see with our physical eyes rather than what is true in the spirit. And so practically, what does this look like? It looks like when you get an unexpected bill in the mail and you don't know how you're going to pay it, it looks like you looking at that bill and saying, you know what, that bill is paid. You know what, I have an abundance in my bank account. 
what the balance in my bank account is not the truth of how the, the resources that I actually have access to. It's just a portion of the, it's just what's material in the material realm right now. The truth is, is I'm a joint heir with Jesus. Abundance is my birthright. I live in, in, in union with Jesus, who's the lawful owner of all things. And in the same way, God said, let there be light and there is light. I can say, let there be finances, let there be finances to, to, for this bill. Right. And I can promise you, if you're going to walk down the path that God has prepared for you and you're going to live the good life that he's prearranged and made ready for you to live, well, then you are going to have to speak things into existence. You're going to have to rise above the sense realm and the material realm. You're going to have to sit down in heavenly places and see things from God's perspective and speak things and call things that be not as though they are. And it's a completely different way than we've been raised to think. We think of bills that are just come to us in the mail is unpaid. Why? Because we're trapped in time. And in this moment in time, the bill is unpaid rather than rising up above time and saying, oh, wait, I can see the end from the beginning. And this bill is paid, right? Where we get a report from the doctor and the doctor says you have XYZ disease. And then we get trapped in this scene realm and we live under this, this lie and this deception that says, I have this disease. And the truth is we can, there are manifested lies and there are manifested truths. And the way that lies manifest are the same way that truths manifest. They manifest through our thoughts, through our mindsets and through our words. And so if we don't like what we see in the natural realm, then we need to see something in the spirit realm. If we don't like the doctor's report, then we need to, re we need to hear what the gospel reports because by his stripes, we have been healed. And so it doesn't matter what the doctor's report says. It doesn't matter what our bank accounts say. It doesn't matter what someone may be talking about behind our back or, 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 or whatever circumstance we find ourselves in. It's not what is happening in the natural that matters. It's what's happening in our minds and in our thoughts and in our words that matters. Because what we see, we will say. And what we say, we will have. So if we can see the unseen, we will speak about what is unseen and we will make actions, different actions based upon what we see. We will walk by faith and not by physical sight. And we will begin to see the manifestation of the things that for the moment are unseen. See, that's why um, scripture talks about that our light, that our light affliction is but for a moment while we look at the things that are unseen. Okay, I'm going to take a moment and just read that scripture to you. Um, that's, that's also in Romans. Um, uh, let me just go there. Okay. Oh, actually it's not in Romans. I was thinking it was Romans four. That's a uh, Abraham, but let me go here. It's in second Corinthians four, not Romans four. Okay. Here's what it says is the NIV version. It says for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal, right? And in the English Standard Version, it says it this way, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. And so what I wanna say is that when we come into a circumstance, that is not in alignment with heaven, right? Heaven is where we live. Heaven is now, 
Okay, it's not just after we die. Heaven is a right now reality. The kingdom of heaven is a right now reality. It's a right now reality within us. That's what Jesus said. The kingdom of God is within. And the kingdom of God is not in meat or drink, but it's in power, right? So the kingdom of God comes with the power to transform heaven. I mean, earth. It comes with the power to transform whatever circumstance we see ourselves in. I'm just thinking of the time when Paul was in prison, right? And him and Silas were singing praises at the midnight hour and they were glorifying God. And as they were focused on the unseen and worshiping God, what happened? The prison doors opened, right? So the, the seen realm responded, what? Just simply to focusing on who God is and worshiping God and praising God. So when we get these bills or we get these doctor's reports or we find out someone's talking about behind our back, what do we do? Do we go into the mindset of the flesh? Do we, do we by default see what is seen or do we immediately go into the mindset of the spirit and see what is unseen, right? Are we connecting to the Holy Spirit and allowing him to help us take our thoughts captive and beginning to praise God and magnify God and focus on heaven and focus on what belongs to us in Christ and focus on our union with Jesus and see that light affliction start to work glory out in us and, and begin to begin to actually manifest on the earth what belongs to us. You know, I can tell testimony after testimony about the creative power of seeing something as finished, as, as operating in as if you already have it. Because the truth is, beloved, you do. And the unseen realm is the governing realm. It's the realm that spawned everything we see. And it's the realm that is designed to dominate everything we see. And the truth is you are not just a physical being. The spirit is in you. The spirit realm is in you. And we live in the spirit at the same time we're living as material human beings. And we have a uh, really a responsibility, guys, because the earth needs to be transformed. There are circumstances not only in our own lives, but in the lives of people all around us that need us to see the unseen and need us to connect with something that's already finished that is yet to manifest inside of time. And so what I, what I really encourage you to do is just begin to practice this, right? Instead of focusing on the problem and worrying about the problem, let's focus on what's already finished. If, if there's a problem, whatever the problem is, you can also see that problem as something that hasn't been finished, or you can see that problem as something that that is already uh, solved. And the more that you focus on it is already being solved, the more that you are grateful for it, the more that you emotionally connect with that, the more that you can see it as solved. Well, guess what? First of all, your joy level rises, your peace level rises, but then the scene realm begins to respond. Because the seam realm has been designed by God to be dominated by us, right? Human beings. Human beings have been designed uh, in God's image. We have been manufactured in the image of God as creative beings that have been designed to influence the seen realm. You know, I was just reading more experiments that they've done this week. I mean, this is one that you can do at home. 
You know, and this is just talking about how plants respond to our thoughts and to our intentions. And the experiment is simply to get an egg carton, fill it up with dirt, and plant some seeds, plant some green bean seeds, right, in each one of the little 12 little egg holes, and then just set an intention. Say that the plants on the left, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to set an intention that they are going to grow faster than the ones on the right. And so I'm just going to begin to visualize those plants growing and I'm going to bless those plants with my words and I'm going to speak to those plants. And do you know that within seven days, you will see a difference in the plants based upon your thoughts, your intentions and your words? Uh, There is an entire farm somewhere in Europe, I think it's in Ireland somewhere, where it's like this miracle farm that people go visit because it was planted in the middle of this barren place where nothing would grow. And this family decided to do an experiment to see what they could create supernaturally or with their intentions and with their thoughts and with their words. And they were growing, I mean, Guinness size heads of cabbage and Guinness size fruit and different things all because they set an intention to do this. And they began to speak and began to bless these things and began to operate as a spiritual being rather than a natural being. And people travel from all over the world to see this kind of um, anomaly because they don't understand how these people did it. But the thing is, they also built this farm without any resources, right? And and it's an incredible story to read about. I'll have to look it up and we'll make sure that we post it in the stuff that goes out about this podcast because um, they didn't have fertilizer. They didn't have all the things that they need. And there were story after story about they needed some cement and, you know, all of a sudden one fell off of the truck in front of their house and 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 all of the things that they needed to even build this farm started to come to them supernaturally and beloved this is how our destiny works if this will work with someone who just decided to grow a garden or it'll work for plants and an egg little egg carton well how much more will it work with your body how much more will it work in your relationships how much more will it work with your kids and your finances right what are our intentions what are what is what are we focusing on what are we thinking about when we think about our kids are we thinking about all the problems with our kids are we seeing them the way that god does are we seeing them prospering are we seeing them excelling in school excelling in their careers excelling in their relationships right because our intentions will cause an effect I say this a lot, we are the cause of our lives. And I know that this goes against so much that we've been taught in church, that God's in control, but God in his control, in his sovereignty, gave dominion to Adam and Eve. And he he told them to be fruitful and to multiply and replenish the earth. And he never took that back, right? Jesus came as a man because men were given dominion and authority. And so Jesus now has dominion, has authority. He's won it all for us. Heaven now belongs to us. And now it's time for us to act as recreated human beings who have an effect on the material realm. And as we connect, as we connect to the spirit and what is possible, because all things are possible if we can believe. How big can a cabbage grow? How big and how fruitful can a harvest be? How how much abundance can we receive in every area of our life? How much prosperity can we handle? Well, it's going to be dependent upon our mindset. It's going to be dependent upon our intentions and our thoughts and our words. And beloved, we all have 
an incredible opportunity to be a testimony, an incredible opportunity to be a witness of the gospel. And the gospel comes with signs and wonders. It is a, a, a provable thing. You know, people say, well, you can't prove there's a God. Well, Jesus did all the time. And his, his disciples did all the time. How? They healed the sick. They said heaven is at hand. And they healed the sick. They changed and dominated situations that were impossible from a human perspective. You know, the guy at the gate of beautiful, they said, silver and gold I have none, but such as I have, I give unto you. Now rise and walk. What were they saying? They had something that this guy needed. It was an invisible power. It was an invisible reality. And we all possess that same exact power. The same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in us. And we have the power to transform any circumstance in the name of Jesus. And it's all dependent on our mindsets and what we see, our intentions, what we meditate on, what we focus on, what we visualize, what we see, what we say, right? It's, it's, we have an effect on the world. We are heaven's uh, letter to humanity to say heaven is real. Heaven is real. We are the declaration of the gospel that it is finished. That, that, that heaven is a re right now reality. And so as we begin to mind our mind, guys, it's really about developing an awareness. It's about, it's about not allowing the programming of the old nature and the old man who was crucified with Christ, not allowing it to dominate our thoughts and our minds, right? It's, it's, it's instead shifting that, shifting it through worship, shifting it through praying in the spirit, shifting it by focusing on the scripture, shifting it through encounters with God and, 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 and meditating on the truth. Because as we do, we shift our frequency, we shift our vibration, we shift our focus and the scene realm begins to shift, right? We observe something and it manifests. I mean, that is a quantum physics principle. That is a scriptural principle. What we observe, we affect, right? I mean, this is true for the food that we eat, right? That's why we pray and bless our food, right? The word of God says that if you eat any deadly thing, it shall not harm you. But is that our focus? Are we, are we blessing our food? Because plants is just one example. They are conscious to human intention. That's how the fig tree withered. And it is how uh, we relate to all of creation, whether we are aware of it or not. So the key is to wake up and become aware, to mind our minds, to be aware of what we're thinking, to set intentions, to in be intentional about our thinking, to be intentional about our goals, to be intentional in the midst of negative circumstances, to be intentional when we have a pile of bills that need to be uh, paid in the natural, to be intentional in seeing them paid. When we have a diagnosis in our body, to be intentional about seeing our organs healed, seeing um, ourselves free, seeing things as they are in heaven. And, and as we see something, we will feel it. We will vibrate at a different frequency. Our words will be different because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And we will automatically begin to turn things around. Right in James chapter three, it talks about that when we do not offend in speech, this is in James uh, three, two, that when we don't offend in speech, we are a perfect man and able to control our entire body. 
right? Meaning that our tongues can control our bodies and our tongues can control our minds. So if we have a rogue mind that's going out of control and, 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 and the circumstances are causing fear or causing um, unbelief to come up in our hearts, well, guess what? We can put the word of God in our mouth and we can speak to our bodies. We can speak to our minds and we can say, mind, get in line, get in alignment. You have the mind of Christ. I'm a spiritual being. I'm not just trapped in the seen realm. I am one with Jesus. I am seated in heavenly places and the entire kingdom is my inheritance. As he is, so am I in this world. The same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in me. I am the righteousness of God. I am complete. I am whole. I am healed because by his stripes, I am healed. I'm abundant because Jesus came to give me abundant life and I'm a joint heir with him. And all that he has is mine. And all that I am, all that I have is his. We are one right now. And as you can see, I mean, I just, I don't even know how many scriptures I just rattled off there, but my words will begin to shift my emotional state. My words will begin to shift my mindset and I will begin to open up in the spirit and I'll begin to see something. I'll begin to see something that is not physical. The Holy Spirit will kick in. And if you don't know what to say, pray in the spirit and then speak, pray for the interpretation. But the truth is we, we are talking, talking, talking all day long and thinking, thinking, thinking all day long. And when I got a hold of this truth and I started saying, I am not depressed. I do not have a diagnosis of bipolar disorder. I am, I have the mind of Christ. I've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind, guess what? My body started re to respond. My brain chemistry started to shift and I no longer suffer with that, right? Like right now, for no reason, I just got a, a ringing in my ear right now as we're talking. And I do this whenever that comes, I just put my finger in my ear and I say, no, in Jesus name, you cannot stay in my body in Jesus name. I usually just pull my thumb out and it goes. Right. I don't start to say, oh, I, I struggle with ringing in my ears. I have tinnitus and I don't start to own this thing. No, I immediately cut that thing off. It's always a good reminder when it happens to me because I'm like, it happened so quickly and I, I'm just conditioned to speak to it that it, it's like a good reminder. Oh, yeah. What else do I need to speak to today? Oh yeah, what else is an annoying little symptom of something that's not in heaven that I need to speak to today? So whether that's your bank accounts, whether that's your body, whether that's your relationships, whether that's your job, whether that's your workplace, no matter what it is, guys, if it's not like heaven, we need to set an intention for it to be like heaven. And we need to recognize that it's, it have the as if it's done mindset and say it's already like that. We call things that be not as though they are because that's how God talks. That is the higher way God operates. That is the higher thoughts that he has. That is the higher way that he lives. He speaks to non-existent things as though they already existed because they do in the spirit. They already exist. And we are here to dominate time, walk down the path that God prearranged and made ready for us to live the good life, that good life that good life that he has for us guys. So we don't, we don't relate to our purpose as though it's not already finished. We don't relate to our destiny. We don't relate to our health. We don't relate to our bank accounts as though it, there, there's anything lacking. We don't make decisions out of sense realm knowledge. We don't make decisions based upon a balance in our bank account. We make decisions based upon the will of God and the purpose that he has for our lives and recognizing that every resource that's needed for us to walk down the path has already been provided. He pre-arranged it and it is finished. It is finished, it is finished, it is finished. So beloved, this is what we're gonna be talking about. More of this, I'm gonna be breaking down more about 
the importance of our mindset. I'm going to be talking more about how to shift it. I'm going to be talking more about living in faith, living by faith. And I really encourage you to get some experiments going as you're listening to these, these broadcasts, right? Do that egg carton, uh, that, um, that experiment. There's another one you can do with rice where you curse, you know, a little jar of rice and you bless a jar of rice for a week. I'm telling you, these type of experience, these type of experiments will shift your thinking about the power of human intention. Well, the power of, well, this is the power of human beings, just we're doing it without realizing it, right? But it will shift your, your mindset so that you start to purposely think you start to consciously think and consciously speak to the scene realm, recognizing that it is conscious of what you're thinking and what you're speaking. So God bless you guys. Let's make this a supernatural week with supernatural results. And let's step into the mindset of Christ and let's mind our minds and not just live trapped in the scene realm, trapped in time. All right. I love you guys. Have a blessed day and a prosperous week. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit Shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose he created you for, then visit us at Shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.